this is Dirk Manning, the writer and creator of Nightmare World, Tales of Mystery, right or wrong, a writer's guide to creating comics. You are listening to The Spectre Show. Welcome to the Spectre Show. Once again, here with you. Uh, I want to immediately apologize for the sounds of chewing that you're going to hear because you are right next to the microphone is right next to the cat. And this will be the second time I have my wife on. Say hello, Tricia. Hi. And the um, the idea here is to uh, here we go. Now now you'll hear less cat and uh, more Tricia. Um, the idea here is to uh, do a uh, review of Thor Ragnarok, which we just watched. And um, so if you haven't watched Thor Ragnarok and you want to listen to the show, don't. Uh, <laughs> you'll get spoiled because I'm not going to prevent us from talking about spoilers. We can certainly try, but I, I just don't see us making it through very far. So you have been warned, and being forewarned is forearmed. So... Thor Ragnarok. You have a have a comment or two you want to make about it? Idris Elba. Idris Elba was in it. Yes, he was. The um. end. <laughs> That's... Oh, the cat's gonna jump at the microphone. Yeah, she is. All right. Here so... you go, kitten. Come on go, over. Go 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 Come go, go, go 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 go. <laughs> this is gonna be a great podcast. <laughs> So, okay, we're getting things positioned. I thought we were ready, but... Um, so, Thor Ragnarok is the third Thor movie. It, uh, it explains kind of why um, Thor wasn't with the Avengers. Uh, he was busy doing other things. And, yeah, we get to see a lot of uh, Thor background characters, like Surtur and... Uh, oh, is that the big... Fire. That was the big fiery guy. Okay. Yeah, Sir, he's like a fire demon or something to that effect. Maybe he's the fire god. I don't know. And the sister. Uh the sister. Would I didn't know Hello, oh. Queen. Oh I didn't know Hella, Queen of the the Dead or yeah, Goddess of the Dead. Goddess of of the dead. Death. Of death. I think is what it I was. I didn't realize that she was a sibling, um, but I did know of her. So uh, that was played by Kate Blanchett. Um, uh, I know that my wife thoroughly enjoyed the soundtrack. Oh God, no! <laughs> the uh, the Marvel wanted to do a '80s style sword and sandals, and that was pretty much what happened there. So we got uh, we got another Elder of the Universe. That was uh, the Grandmaster. The, oh, Grandmaster Jeff Goldblum. Um. Oh, I was looking up Hella. Yes says the Asgardian goddess of death is based on the Norse goddess Hel, the ruler of Hel and Niflheim. 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 Yeah. Uh, the character has been a frequent foe of Thor. So then, apparently, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, she was made his sister. Yeah. 
Which, I guess, unless we look it up, we didn't know. So, I mean, I was surprised by the whole, um, uh, Bor Boromir? Bor? The, the Odin's dad. There was, there was things in the comics that uh, Odin had going on, too, from before, and they brought him in, and I thought that was a neat, neat little twist there, too, that actually, quote-unquote, happened. But, specifically for the movie... Um, when the uh, previews happened, the, uh, the trailers, I did not realize that when we saw Mjolnir explode, that that was going to be the end of Mjolnir. I, I thought that that was going to be a, it's going to lay there in pieces until he really wills it together and then, and then goes from there. But apparently it's gone. It, no more Meow Meow? No more Meow Meow. Aww. But we, we got a Raiden-esque... Uh, Thor there. Oh. Yeah, that's true. A one-eyed Raiden-esque. Yes, yes, because he's now, he's now the Odin. Apparently, in order to rule Asgard, you have to have <laughs> one eye. So, so Hela was, was doomed, and uh, Loki was also doomed because he has two eyes also. So, mm -hmm. there's that. And you'd think, I mean, with how many horns they have, like, that... Well, I guess they probably protect their eyes, but they probably cause more people to lose eyes too. Yeah, so there would be a, a, a you know, well, in in the in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. <laughs> Apparently, that works in the land of two eyes also. Um, so Thor uh, went to um, Surtur, brought the Surtur's uh, helmet slash skull back to Asgard, then uh, Hela. Then then went to go get uh, Odin off the planet Earth. At which point uh, he died. He ran into uh, yeah Odin died, but he, he ran into Doctor Strange. I didn't know that Doctor Strange was going only going to be into that tiny little bit. Right, right. Um, that address. One seven seven A Bleecker Street. Right. Is not two two, not two one B, Baker Street, which is Sherlock Holmes's address. I know, but it's so close. It's, well, maybe it's two two one B, but yes. I, but oh, so I looked it up on uh, just I googled it, and it came up with a uh, Google map of where it is <laughs> <laughs> specifically. Well, I imagine Lower Manhattan. Apparently. Oh yes, yeah, because because uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum uh, San, 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 Sanctum, Sanctum Santorum was specified as one seven seven A. Bleecker Street. So then, yeah, that's that's where Doctor Strange lives. So then uh, Mjolnir explodes when Hela comes out after Odin dies, and then uh, they get called, uh, they ask to be brought back onto the Bifrost by um, Heimdall, who isn't in control of the Bifrost, because he was a traitor, Tra tried as a traitor. I don't know. Um, he was going to be tried, but he disappeared, I think, is what they said. Okay. Well, and then that gives Hela the ride back she needs. Uh, she shoves um, both Thor and Loki through the Bifrost, and they end up on the Trash World uh, Sicker Axe? Sicker? I don't remember. You're expecting me to remember the movie I just saw? Yeah. Uh, that's when uh, Thor gets drugged into the arena to fight the Grandmaster's champion, who ends up being the Hulk, who has the um, uh, vocabulary of a five-year-old, because that's roughly how old the Hulk is. 
And uh, I was kind of hoping that he would be subjected to some sort of radioactivity or something going to uh, Asgard so that he could become the Grey Hulk, but I don't know. I guess that's not going to happen. But with the way when the Hulk turned back into Bruce Banner at, at the one point of the movie, he was saying that if he train, turns into the Hulk again, he might not change, turn, change back, back into human. Right. And he did end up changing, so... Flinging himself on, <laughs> onto the rainbow bridge. He bounced. He bounced. And then he changed and beat the hell out of Fenris. So, uh, I, I know we left a, a whole bunch out, but uh, do you uh, do you have a, a rating for the movie out of five, I guess, maybe? Oh, yeah. I'll give it a... Mm, well, for the bad soundtrack, I'll give it a four. But you would have given it a five if it had a better soundtrack? Like, if it didn't sound like I was watching Tron, yeah. Tron, yeah. I mean, um, I don't, I don't know. I I should like Led Zeppelin, but I don't know. They just get on my nerves too. <laughs> and and the movie basically opened and closed on the immigrant song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could have been worse. Could have been uh, '80s synth music all the way through with no uh, immigrant song. That's very true. Could have thrown Michael Jackson in. I don't know. I, I mean, I would probably give it a 4.5. It's it's definitely... Oh, I didn't know we could do points. Oh, if you want to do a point. Okay, then. Yes. 4.5. 4. Okay. Because I, I think that Thor Ragnarok falls into the top five of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. I don't know what else I'd include in there yet. Um, but the... Uh, but, I mean, at least one of the Captain Americas would fit into there. And... Uh, I know that Doctor Strange wasn't a huge thing, but I kind of liked that movie, and and um, everyone considers Iron Man up there too. But uh, now that we've got, um, well, the end, the first end credit sequence when they're staring out into space in the window. What's you? Clancy Brown is Surtur. Oh, Clancy Brown maybe has a super deep voice. Yeah. The reason I say maybe is because in this cast listing, they have Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. Um, I mean, would he voice the Hulk when he's green for some reason? No, because that, uh, that didn't sound like Lou Ferrigno at all. It sounded like Mark Ruffalo in there, too. I should check another source. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the big ship that came at him. I believe that is Thanos' ship. Thanos is the guy. Oh, with the, the big, gigantic yeah, the ship. Gigantic at the ship. Very end. And Got Thanos it. is the guy that's collecting the he's going to collect the infinity stones to become omnipotent. Because he is in love with death. Because in the Marvel universe, death is an actual character. It's a high-level concept character, but he's he's he wants to court death, which is why, in uh, Marvel's The Avengers, um, the faceless guy that ended up dying uh, in a later movie said that uh, to to attack Earth is to court death, and that's when he turned around and smiled like, "Oh yeah, that's what I want to do." Finger guns. 
I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm no longer going to believe what I read on the internet because now here it's like actor Thor, Luke Hemsworth. <laughs> this is IMDb. Actor Odin, Sam Neill. No. I don't, I don't understand what that means when it says actor and then the character name. Sam Neill wasn't in the movie. Alright, somebody's somebody's doing something, so I, I don't know. It does say Mark Ruffalo is Bruce Banner and Hulk. Okay. Well, um... Or maybe Sam Neill was dressed up as, uh... As Anthony Hopkins, as Odin? I don't know. I don't <laughs> think he was in the movie. I don't think he was in the movie. But in any case, um... The next time we're gonna see Thor and the Hulk will be in uh, the uh, Avengers Infinity War. Which a lot of people believe there will be a uh, fair number of superheroes dying off in that movie because a lot of their contracts are running out. Oh. (laughs) Um, And then the sequel, Avengers 4, which is quote-unquote untitled, but I know that it's going to be Avengers Infinity Gauntlet, um, should see... Thanos fall to whatever hero combination gets that done. <clears throat> we know that the Guardians of the Galaxy are probably going to make it out of that uh, because they have a third movie coming out after that series of events. And I'm guessing that Captain America, Captain Marvel will make it out and then one of the two other guys that have been Captain Amar- America in the comics will be Captain America in the movies. That being either the Winter Soldier or... Falcon. <laughs> the only the only two Marvel Cinematic Universe characters that have been introduced who have actually been Captain America in the comics. No, I'm just giving you that look because if we're not talking about the movie I just saw, I don't know what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> you're you're going down this tunnel of of family tree crap that I don't follow. Okay. One well I, I wanna make a prediction that after the Infinity War movies, um that we're going to see Galactus as the main enemy, like the big blue and purple Galactus, uh, for those that know what Galactus is. The one that eats the planets? Planet Eater. And the reason I think that is because we see Skrulls in the Captain Marvel movie, and Skrulls belong to the Fantastic Four franchise, and I believe then we'll actually get to see the Fantastic Four in the Marvel Cinematic Universe also. But, back to Thor Ragnarok. Um, Asgard, the place, was destroyed. Yes. I mean, it had a good foundation. And they might have been able to rebuild it. But then that disappeared, too. Uh, there is a thing-like character, meaning made of rocks, uh, who is voiced, I believe, by Murray. Uh, the guy that plays Murray in the Flight of the Concords. He's also... Um, what was his name? Like, do you not remember his character name? Um. No, I don't. It wasn't Korg. Yes, it was Korg. Was it Korg? Yep. Okay, then it's not Murray. Oh, who is it? Taika Waititi. Oh. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Taika Waititi is. I do not either. 
Well, it sounded like the guy who... He, well, he also voiced... Uh, the, the Murray that I'm talking about is... Um, so what you're saying is he had a sort of New, New Zealand-like accent. A very thick New Zealand accent, yes. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to find out who the... Oh, as a performer and comedian, Taika has been involved in some of the most innovative and successful original productions seen in New Zealand. So... Okay. His stand-up gigs. Um, but yeah, he was he was an interesting character, and that and then the guy that with the blades for hands that hung out with him. <laughs> Who was essentially oh Reese Darby is the guy that I keep calling Murray. <laughs> um. So yeah, Reese Darby. Wow. I, well, I guess it's good that somebody else from New Zealand is getting some jobs because I mean, I mean, Reese is getting them all. So, but the the he was very he's very good. I, I I'm hoping he shows up in uh, future installments. You know, because it's, uh, it's it's a good thing. You know, hey, revolution. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's he's alive. <laughs> such a such an oddly high pitched voice for a gigantic rock creature. Yeah. Not what you would expect. Not not so much. Not so much. Well, this is going to be one of the shorter episodes. Uh, we've given it a rating. I have speculated that Galactus and the Fantastic Four will be coming into the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the next next iteration, the next series of phases. It seemed like, um, I don't know, they were trying really hard to make this a very comedy-heavy movie with all sorts of things to make people laugh i i thought it was a good mix i i I was okay with the mix and they kind of made thor the funny of the avengers because he's like disconnected from from what we would consider normal so true yeah he has been he's definitely not the strongest avenger no no apparently that's uh that's hulk Uh uh-huh yeah. So, um, yeah, and uh, and even if even if Tony Stark isn't in the future, his clothes could live on. <laughs> well, a funny story about Tony Stark and the future. The future. The future, Trisha, all the way to the year two thousand. <laughs> no, um, the original Guardians of the Galaxy characters in the comics who were played in the second movie by Sylvester Stallone and his little group of people at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, they are... Uh, they know... One of them is from a place that has a bunch of people called the Starks because his armor ended up somewhere on a different planet and they kind of made it proliferate oh. a lot. So, yes. So, I mean, there's that. And I guess Tony Stark at one point hung out with the current version of the Guardians or some closer version to this too I don't know they teased the idea but I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is going to be doing that I don't understand why they cut Thor's hair off (sighs) were they tired of putting like a big long wig on Chris Hemsworth for movies that that might have been the case (laughs) I mean I thought it worked for I mean 
I thought it worked. Maybe, maybe he was maybe he was like, hey, can we cut my hair in this one so that I could just have my natural hair closer to? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's that. But, once again, I want to thank my wife for joining me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I uh, am a captive audience. You are a captive audience. She's stuck on the chair. So, we will. Uh, I will be back again n- next week with an episode. Um, I have plenty of Journal of the Emerald Spectres in the can. I'm going to continue writing a couple a week to get through the Christmas thing. So that if I happen to miss a week of being able to write, I have... I'm way ahead, which I'm into December at the moment. And I was like, I would like to get this kind of built up too, but I'll have that happen as we go too. So I'm going to let you all go now, and we'll see you next week on The Spectre Show. Say bye. Bye.